listening to Badass Relationships and the Millionaire Mindset, and today's podcast is all about romantic relationships. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host, Sally Cobb, and we're talking about romantic relationships today. So I want to say this right up front, we may, I may say a few things that you may or may not want your children to be listening to. It won't be super graphic, but um, it may be terms that you might be uncomfortable with. So if that's the case, this might not be a podcast to have on while you're bringing the little ones to school or your teenagers to school. Um, or maybe it is because it'll give you a chance to talk about it, but that's just a little um, upfront uh, notice to you so that you can make that choice for yourself. So today being about romantic relationships. So what happens when you stop making the special person in your life, the focus of your love? Now that might be something that sounds really odd, but when you stop thinking about that special person in your life in a way that creates love for you, care, you know, genuine warmth and, you know, all of the lovely, delightful feelings that we feel when we are around our romantic partner, it's coming from your thinking. That is a mic drop but it truly is coming from your thinking. Now, I can hear people all over the United States at this moment saying, well, no, it's not. It's because he's a jerk or she's lazy or she's gotten fat or he's a slob or whatever the thing is. No, that's what's creating the reality. But I would challenge you on that, that that actually isn't the reality. Now, I'm not saying that if the person in your life that is special to you is doing things that bother you, that it's not creating a problem for you in your life, but it, it is about your thinking. So that doesn't mean that I mean, you can like your reasons for what you're thinking. Let's say that a person in your life that's special to you, your romantic partner, you know, doesn't take care of themselves in a way that makes you want to be around them. And Every time you get around them, maybe there's an odor or, you know, they, they're a mechanic and they smell like oil all the time. I'm just picking a thing. It could be anything, but it's what you think about that. That's actually creating your reality. So when you have a romantic partner, if you don't communicate with that person about things when they happen, and not in a way that's judgmental, but more in a way that is communication with them about something that's going on that you really want to talk with them about because it's got you thinking in a negative way and you don't like that. That's a very healthy conversation to have. And frankly, sometimes it can be a hard conversation to have. Um, hard in your own mind, but we tend to make conversations like that as human beings difficult because we're afraid that person won't like that, that that will make them uncomfortable. It certainly is making us uncomfortable and it can be around a variety of different things. So that's what's happening is your thinking about it is creating the negativity. Now, 
the next step would be to ask yourself, do you want to be in a romantic relationship with this person? And if the answer is yes, which we're going to start there, if the answer is yes, I want to be in a romantic relationship with this person. I love this person, care about this person. And you know, there's stuff I don't love, but I'm, I'm okay with overlooking that, but it's just kind of, I don't know, like kind of at the back of your mind, like someone talking in your ear, a little back talk, like, yeah, but this is what's happening or this is, but it, but he, he smells bad or I wish he'd clean his nails or he never picks up his clothes or, you know, he's never home on time when he says he's going to be, or he plays golf all the time when he says he won't or whatever those things are. It's those thoughts that are creating a negative feeling inside of you. So that being said, how can you change that? Well, the first thing is to be aware of what you're thinking. Awareness is everything in this situation because it clues you into why you feel the way you do. Because love is a choice. Love is something that we create inside of ourselves. And how do we know that? How do we know that we create love inside of ourselves and someone doesn't put love in us, on us, give us love, convince us to love them, make us love them, we do that ourselves. We create all that love internally in our own minds. And point of fact would be when I was in high school, I had a crush on one of the football players. Um, and he didn't know I existed, but I would see him all the time. He had his locker on the same floor I did, and it wasn't too far from me. And I would just look at him and think how amazing he was and how great he was on the field and what a nice person he seemed like and how physically attractive he was and all of the things. And I would make up scenarios in my own head about how that would all play out if we would talk to each other and that he would like me and he would notice me and all of the things and created this whole fantasy in my head. And from time to time, he would say hi to me or hey or something like that. But he had no idea that I felt that way about him, that I was creating this love for him. And he, he didn't do anything to encourage it. He didn't give it to me. He didn't make me care about him. It was just something that I created in my own head that eventually I gave up on because I was, you know, moved on to the next thing. But at the time it felt very serious, very potent, very, um, very strong in my mind that this was happening. And it made me feel amazing. If he walked by and even looked at me, I was like set for the day because I was creating this love, which created this feeling of, if he just looks at me, I will feel so terrific all day. And, and that's what would happen but it was all coming from my thoughts because when I moved on to somebody else and didn't care anything about this guy, it was fine. Nothing happened. And there was no remorse over it. And I didn't feel bad. And it wasn't like a breakup. I just stopped thinking those thoughts and moved my thoughts to someone else. So when you're in a romantic relationship and you feel as though it's not quite what it used to be, and you would like it to be different, being aware first of what you're thinking about that person. Take some time to journal about that. I did. 
and write it down and figure out what's going on. So this was happening in my own marriage with my husband, who I absolutely adore, but our relationship had just gotten meh. You know, it wasn't bad, but it wasn't good either. It, it just was just there. It was just existing. And this was during the period of time when I was working all the time, wasn't putting a lot of energy into my relationship. I wasn't there a lot and I wasn't contributing a lot. So I really wasn't thinking a lot about it. And because I wasn't thinking a lot about it, I was not, I wouldn't say falling out of love, but I was not as excited about it as I was in the early stages of our relationship and as we were building our lives. So as a part of my scholars training, there's something called person of interest. And I decided that I wanted a better relationship with my husband. I wanted to regain that magic that I felt like we had at the beginning. And I didn't know how to do that, but this particular exercise could help me understand more about what it was I was thinking and how I wanted to think. And could I create that love and lust and infatuation and excited feelings about my husband again? And I was really excited to get started with this process. So I told my husband for then, and he had no idea what was going on in my mind at all. And I said to him for the next 30 days, I'm going to be doing an exercise in scholars and I'm not going to tell you what it is, but at the end of 30 days, I'm going to ask you if you notice anything different. And he was like, okay, great. Husband is the kindest, sweetest man on the planet. And he was just, he's very affable. He was like, okay, fine. So I started this process and part of the process is writing down everything you like about your partner everything that interests you about them, all of the things you remember about how you felt about them. And it, it's a process and it's one that I do with people now as a coach. So I won't get into all of the processes here, but basically you're deciding how you're going to act and what you're going to think every single day. And through that process of doing that and calendaring all of the things that I wanted to do and making sure that I was following through with all the things I was choosing to do for myself. And that was everything from holding his hand at dinner to sitting next to him on the couch instead of across the living room to how often we were going to have sex to, you know, a variety of other things that, you know, it, it was just, how am I going to love him? How do I want to love him? What do I want to think about him? What are my actions? And I wasn't asking for anything from him at all. I wanted to be able to recreate that love for my husband on my own. And I'll tell you something, I was absolutely able to do that. And I started to rekindle those feelings that I thought I had lost. And I realized that your thoughts about other people is what creates your feelings about them. And I recreated more of that love that I felt like I was missing when I thought about him. And our relationship is better, stronger. It helped me to grow as a communicator about what I wanted or felt I needed and I would ask for, not in the case of it being a manual, well, you will do these things and then I will love you more. Not that at all, 
because those are manuals and no one likes manuals, but more, I would really like to see us doing this. Could we do this? You know, communicating more about things in the bedroom and what was exciting to me and what I wanted and having those conversations out loud and being able to get back to a place where we talked about our feelings, we talked about each other and what our plans were for the future. We were recreating what we had had at the beginning and it had really been there all the time. We'd just forgotten to keep doing those things. So at the end of 30 days, I said to my husband, I said, so the 30 days are over. What do you think? What do you notice? And he said, I don't know what's going on, but I love it. I'm so happy. And you seem so happy. And, but I'm not sure what's going on. So what's changed? So he really had no idea, but he, his feelings hadn't changed about me. And he was feeling all of those feelings still and thinking all of those thoughts. It was me who wasn't putting the energy into that. So if this is something that is happening to you in your life and you wonder what's happened, let's get together and talk about those things. I can help you as a coach to rediscover the person in your life that you really want to have that closeness with that you had in the beginning. It is completely possible, absolutely possible, and it all comes from what you're thinking and how to get your thinking back on track to remembering all the things that you loved about that person and putting them back into action, creating actions for yourself that help you to feel the way that you want to feel that creates the result that you want. And that is that closeness with that person. So this is, you know, a meaty subject and there's a lot more to say that I won't say here on the podcast, but if this speaks to you, reach out to me through badassrelationships.com and let's get to work on this and recreate that love with that special person in your life that may be missing. And I thank you for joining me.